Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? gibberish or do you really know what you're talking about i think i'm going to change the theme at the beginning of this to eastenders rather than our usual what do you reckon yeah i i i, I after watching that i had a, a horrible frothy uh, soapy taste in mm. my mouth oh well that would have been more enjoyable i think actually it's all came flooding back to me last week yeah, i said yeah. yeah yeah it's i had a vague memory didn't i that it's got rose's dad yeah. in it Who's you dead. were quite looking forward to it until I mentioned that it was called Father's Day, and yeah, you could, and then you could I, hear the hope yes. run out of your voice. It all <laughs> came, yeah, yeah. I, uh, it came flooding back in spades. I, yeah. I remember, because uh, this is literally the second time I've seen this. I have not. I watched it on its first broadcast, and I've never watched it since. Uh, and I remember at the time um, I went round to a mate's house, and he he sort of he was a big Doctor Who fan, but he couldn't take to new who mm. and it got to this one and this was the one he gave up on and i you know i i sort of i understand his reasoning i remember being very disappointed by it but i thought we're watching it now so we've you know because it was only what four or five episodes in i thought re-watching it now we know the rest of rose's story we know what happens but will it bring some much needed sort of empathy from me for rose's character and no it didn't no, it did not. Spoiler, spoiler to the listener, uh, no, it didn't. <laughs> no, no, th- th- there's not, there's nothing in this that gives you any more empathy for no. the character. In fact, it makes me dislike the character even more. Mm. It makes me dislike the Doctor in this one. It makes me dislike Rose's mum even more. Um, I can't really think of any any character in this where you, you don't really want to hit them in the face with a brick. It's just, I, I just watched it, I just felt very, very sad because it's like, right, so this is what the new Doctor Who is now, is yeah. it? It's hardly got anything to do with the Doctor. It's, it, it has a, a notional <laughs> science fiction element to it, yeah. but it's complete bollocks, and it is a soap opera, well, and I don't yeah. want a soap opera, I want Doctor Who. This was, yeah, it's a really weird mix, this one, isn't it? Because it's 99% soap opera, and then like one percent a failed script for the Twilight Zone or something mm. like that. It doesn't. It doesn't. And there. I mean, we'll get to it. But there, the concept of time travel in this is just weird. It, you know, it's so weird that even it's not even internally consistent in this episode. Um, but I'd forgotten that Paul Cornell wrote it, who's normally a a fairly solid writer, um, but. Cats agreeing, um, but um, I, I wonder how much of this was interference. How much of this was? I'd, li- I'd like to know the backstory. Come on. Well, she wants to come up. She heard me speaking. Yeah. And now she wants to take that. Hello, Maggie. Come on. Yes. She, uh, um, she she's yeah. along for this ride. 
All right. Well, she was on my lap when I watched it, so perhaps she wants to get her stomach to her thing. Well, maybe she will. She she might throw up on your lap, in which case we know what she thought of it. To be fair, if she had thrown up on my lap while watching it, I would have probably happily gone and tidied that up. Rather than what you'd have enjoyed that more. Cat vomit, yeah. Well, all right, well, let's look at this bit of who vomit, shall we? So let, let, yes, let, is, let's go and... Okay, look, I'll tell him you're not my boyfriend. When we met, I said, travel with me in space. You said no. Then I said, time machine. It wasn't some big plan. I just saw it happening and I thought, I can stop it. I did it again. I picked another stupid ape. I should have known. It's not about showing you the universe. It never is. It's about the universe doing something for you. So it's okay when you go to other times and you save people's lives, but not when it's me saving my dad. I know what I'm doing. You don't. Two sets of us being there made that a vulnerable point. But he's alive! My entire planet died. My whole family. Do you think it never occurred to me to go back and save them? But it's not like I've changed history. Not much. I mean, he's never going to be a world leader. He's not going to start World War Three or anything. Rose, there's a man alive in the world who wasn't alive before. An ordinary man. That's the most important thing in creation. The whole world's different because he's alive. What, was you rather him dead? I'm not saying no, that. No, I get it. For once, you're not the most important man in my life. Let's see how you get on without me, then. Give me the key. The TARDIS key. I'm so insignificant, give it me back. All right, then I will. Well, you've got what you wanted, so that's goodbye, then. You don't scare me! I know how sad you are. You'll be back in a minute. Will you hang around outside the TARDIS waiting for me? There are so many questions I have for you and the listener yes. and, you know, just the ether in general. Uh, n- number one, um, this beginning, the way it starts, would any mother ever talk to their little kid about their dead father in this way? No. I mean, th- this is this is such a weird sort of... Because no, no one's consistent in this. So Rose's mum, what we've seen of her so far, she's not the sort that would would do this and idolise someone she didn't like. Because we're, we're, we're in a sort of a bit of a, a back-to-the-future time travel here, isn't it? So this is pre-the change that comes later. And so at this point, when he died, she thought he was a... And well, she was right, but she thought he was a philandering yeah. screw-up that she act- she hated at that point. Yes. So why is she now idolising, giving this sweeter-than-sweet picture? I just can't see Jackie Tyler doing that. I don't think she would go, what's best for Rose? Well, probably to tell her that her dad was lovely. No, she's going to dig the knife in. And, you would have thought that's yeah. more in character with her, yes, isn't it? Yeah, she's a, she's a petty person, you know. Um, and, yeah, but... And, and I don't know about you, but I, I perhaps perhaps we're terrible parents, Eric. But I never sat the kids down on the bed to tell them, you know, some major thing. Get the photos out, you know, and, this, and go into great detail yeah. down to the day that yeah. this this thing well, happened. Well, not only that, but the day, the road he was knocked down on, yeah. the type of car, you know, yeah. it's like well, all the his, circumstances his, and everything. Here's the police photos, Rose, from this scene of crime. Yeah, they put a cover over his head, but here's a photo where I lifted the cover. Yeah, it's so bizarre. So we know it's the 7th of November 1987, so it's nice we've got a date. Yep. But then, so we get this this pretentious voiceover 
you know, oh, he was the best dad in the world, my dad. And then we cut to the scene in the TARDIS. And Rose, it says, you know, he died on this date. Can you take me back to see it? And at what point does any sane person not go, no, no. stupid cow? No, um, instead we get the that, grinning, yeah. gurning doctor, don't yeah. we? Go, okay. <laughs> okay, then, yeah. So, so there's, there's my... I got lots of why would the doctor do this in my notes. So this is the first one. Why would the doctor go... Hang on, let's have a look. So we've got an impressionable teenage girl. Oh, I better not think of her as teenage because I've got the hots for her. That's a bit dodgy. Uh, we've got this impressionable teenage girl. Um, and she, she, she's never seen her dad. She never met... Well, never really met him because she was too much of a baby. He died violently, and she wants to go back and watch him die. Yes, because yeah, he doesn't yeah, want. She doesn't want him to yeah. die alone, does she? Yeah. What could possibly go wrong there? Well, he does be, say, "Be careful what you wish for." Yeah. Just don't do it, you know. If um, if halfway through this episode, you know, when it, at the point where the doctor says he's leaving us, if he'd have got the entire this and left, I'd have gone, "Well done, finally." <laughs> you know, you've left a tr- troublesome person in the past. That's a bit dodgy, but. Well done. Yeah, yeah. You know, but unfortunately it doesn't go that way. Um, yeah, and so it, it, this is, I just, I mean, this is the central premise of this episode, isn't it? That that it somehow makes sense for closure purposes for someone to go back and witness their dad being killed. <laughs> mm. But they don't. I mean, they go no. and they, they see them get married. Well, this, this is yeah. This is what's. Uh, this That's is not what's on the yeah, same this, day, is it? Yeah. You know, they've gone no, back. No, 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 no. So the doctor presumably he goes. She goes. Uh, Rose goes. Can I? Can I go and see my dad being killed? Yeah. Why not, Rose? Why not? It's, you know, it's it's a weekend. You've got nothing else to do. Uh, do you want to fancy seeing them getting married as well? Oh yeah, yeah. So they go back to the marriage and just wander in. No one questions them. Um, it's like, what does this? What purpose does this serve? And why is the doctor just gurning away? Yeah, it's hmm. okay. Yeah. Um, so then they go to the day that he dies. They yes. go to the street, um, and they wait <coughs> for him to come along. Well, this is this is amazing, isn't it? So when they when when she says, you know, I want to I want to see how he died. I mean, we yeah, okay, weird, weird, weird. Um, but then they literally just stand five feet away on yeah. the corner. Just two of them stood there watching. And it's so bizarre. Yeah, so so they're watching. He come, comes and parks his car and she's going, um, he, he'll cross the road now and this is when he'll get killed. Yeah, so Jackie, what, who's there? Who's there to report this to Jackie? To Jackie, to then, yes, yeah. Yeah, because even at that point, the driver isn't there. No. Nope. So how does she know? So, yeah, so he... He starts to cross the road, and then in what I think is the saddest, the saddest way to die ever, you know, you get get in, you know, die die in by auto asphyxiation, auto erotic asphyxiation. It's got nothing on this. He gets knocked down by a chevette, <laughs> the, the world's worst guy. <clears throat> I used to have a chevette. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything. Probably the only thing worse than that would be to get knocked down and killed by a mini moke. Yes. Embarrassing deaths. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. That. Yeah. It's. It's not the way to go out, really, is it? No. No. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, and kudos on them for 
for actually trying to get anything other than a Mark III Cortina, because that's normally what they use in these things. Yes, yep, yep, yep. But, but uh, uh, yeah, so well done on that. Yeah, so there he is, he, he, he dies, but Rose can't go to him, can she? But, but this, even this is weird. So, so he's crossing the road, he, he opens his door, gets out, mm. and he locks, he closes the door. He walks, starts to walk away. The, the Chevette driver comes around the corner, throws his hands up, bit early, you're not going that <laughs> fast, mate. Um, and then we, it cuts away, and it cuts back, and Rose's dad is laying with his head facing where the car would have hit him. How did he get in that position? Mm. Yeah, that's a... There's, yeah. I just don't see how he got into that position laying that way. He should be laid the other way. Yeah. You know. Uh. But... Yeah, as, as I say, Rose can't go to him. She can't face it. No. Um, yeah, so, yeah, she wa- so the, she, her idea was to go and comfort him, wasn't it? So he doesn't die alone. And she can't face it. Because in, in this story especially, Rose is an incredibly spoiled... Brat. Almost a disgusting person. Mm-hmm. I, I think she, she's, she's veering into sort of worthless, I think, in this episode. Um, but what I, I was watching this, and I, it's meant to be emotional. You meant to go, oh my god, oh, Rose's dad's died in front of her. And all I kept thinking was, isn't it weird between shots of Rose, her spots keep changing? Oh, do they? I hadn't, yeah. I hadn't spotted. Oh, yeah. I hadn't ah. spotted that. Um, oh, oh no. Um, and, yeah, this this annoys me as well. So, so then the doctor goes. So, so this was a stupid idea. Wasn't yep. it? This was the, a stupid the, the idea. doctor should never have done. Yeah, should never have done it. And at this point, he should be going. Well, oh, that that didn't work out, did it? Uh, yeah, I told you so. Come on, let's but, go but on. But Rose says, <clears throat> "Can we have another crack at it?" And then why the doctor doesn't go? Don't be stupid. The doctor doesn't go. Well, we can't because of the Blinovich limitation effect. We can't. He goes. Yeah, all right. But we'll have to just be careful not to see each other mm-hmm. or not to touch each other. Is he off his face on crack in this episode? What's up with him? Oh, he's just indulging her, isn't he? Yeah. It's what you were saying think, earlier. Yeah. Do you think he, he thinks he's going to get some from this? Yes, I think he's, so. Yeah. Yeah. He's read, he's read one of those, like one of Rimmer's books about picking up women, and it's like uh, you should always agree with them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, they try again. So then they go back, and yeah. they're standing behind the, themselves from earlier. Yes. Literally ten feet away. Yeah. Watching themselves, watching Rose's dad dying. Mm-hmm. Um, so the car comes around the corner, the Chevette, the comedy Chevette, um, knocks him down. And Rose then, well, no, it doesn't knock him down. The car comes around the corner, the doctor's waiting for Rose to, for him to be knocked down. But Rose decides then, I'm going to save him. Yes. And the best the doctor did do is, no, Rose, no. He doesn't put a lot of effort into stopping her. And then she runs past herself and him and it's like <clears throat> what theory of time travel are we going with here because that didn't happen in the last one so we're, we're going with the with the you can rewrite time mm-hmm. yeah but then after she saves him the doctor and rose that were here before disappear blink where out did, of existence where, where did they, they go, go? That, that's what i've yeah. got here where did they go because we're back to the, the lovely, lovely grandfather paradoxes. If her saving them meant that that future has been wiped out, they're wiped out as well. Yes. And if they're not, if they're wiped out and she doesn't go back and save them, they're not wiped out. They're back. This is why you never do this style of story. It's 
it's daft, isn't it? Because, yeah. because yeah, I mean, they don't remember, you know, the ones that we've now got, you know, where history has now changed, they have no memory of seeing themselves, you know, rows running in front yeah. of them. And also, when they are first there waiting for her dad to arrive, on that corner behind them, you don't see their, you know, an hour later future selves you know no. it it, and, it doesn't work it can't work like this and, and think of so internally this doesn't work either because so the doctor and rose whose future was changed disappear yes yeah but this rose as well her few her past has changed because this story changes and her mum gives her a completely different story but she stays and remembers both versions yes so, so we've already abandoned the the sort of the premise we've set up that change in history causes the previous version to stop. Mm-hmm. And she remo- and I'm sure any Doctor Who fan listening will go, "It's timey wimey, it's it timey wimey stuff." It, no, it's not. It's just it's just shit writing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh dear. Um, so, yep. She saves her dad. They go back to the. Her dad's place. Yes. The doctors. I mean, there's, there's another. There's another. What the hell are they thinking of? Yeah. You've saved your dad. So you've changed history. The doctor, at this point, is basically he's he's angry as anything. But he goes along with yeah okay let's let what let's compound this madness, and go back to your dad's flat. They should be in the TARDIS and away, shouldn't yeah. they? Yes. Yeah. Um, but oh god, uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm just, I'm, I'm just yeah. trying to um, have the will to talk. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so they yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, he's not happy. One, he's, yeah. He, he no. says, "I've, I've picked another stupid ape." Yeah. To her, this doesn't is the he? bit I liked because this is how the doctor should have reacted. But the program goes down the route of we're meant to see the doctor doing this as wrong. And that he needs later to apologise to Rose, and that any sensible person would follow this. And it's the Doctor being this shows the Doctor's alienness. No, he's absolutely right. And when he says, "Yeah, I picked another stupid ape," and he says, um, "He go," and he think he says, "Did did you plan this all along from meeting me? Because you didn't want to come with me when it was a spaceship. Yeah. But when I said time machine, you immediately jumped in." And she does this sort of weird face thing, a sort of, no, no, no. And it's like, yeah, you did, didn't you? What a horrible, conniving person. <laughs> my my actual line I've got for is. this is, yeah. Rose is bloody horrible. That's what I've got written down. Yep. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. What a cow. A disgusting person. Yeah, cow. Yeah. What the doctor cow. also says that the, the whole world has changed. Yeah. Now we yes. don't see any of it, other than the fact that her dad's still alive. But the thing is, if they got in the TARDIS now, the Doctor and Rose got in the TARDIS, and they went from 1987 yes. up to 2005, or when, whenever you know Rose is from, there'll be another Rose there, the Rose that grew up with her dad. Yes. Yeah, A completely different, completely different timeline Rose. Yes. You know. So, yeah. Because for this to work, this has to be the parallel timeline theory of time. But they've already poo-pooed on that because they had the Doctor and Rose disappear. So they're going with the it's one continuation uh, continuum, and changing it changes this. Mm. Um, 
<coughs> but what what I don't understand is how come because the do so th this this brings the whole notion of time travel brings into questions of um, of is a, is the is 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 everything predestined because the doctor goes to other people's past mm -hmm. yeah and changes it and other people don't wink out of time because he's changed stuff no so how is it okay cuz cuz that's a just cuz you're you're in a time machine so you've gone into the past that's someone's past which means that they're predestined to do all the other stuff, and if you change it, you're going to interfere with that. So why is that all right? Mm, but I this yeah, isn't. It, and, and I know that's the major flaw with any story with time travel, and that's why time travel will never ever, you know, because the, the thing of if, if they're ever going to invent time travel, they already have. Mm, because yes. they will travel back, and it's already here. Um, so, so any time travel story is by sort of definition nonsense but they normally cover it up because time travel in Doctor Who Doctor Who's not about time travel because of this very notion that it, it gets very messy so you normally get the Sarah Jane that's not my future yeah it's complicated you, it's normally a hand wave. as soon as you start to try and look at this it all falls apart yeah and it's falling um, apart this story is oh, falling, rapidly apart. falling apart yeah, yeah. it's unravelling isn't it yeah and uh yeah, it, it, it's so such a strange little story. Because at this point, of course, the Doctor doesn't know it, but our our creatures we're looking at have started appearing and picking people off. Yeah, why? They're why? totally innocent. <laughs> why? Yeah. What well, is it, going the, on? The, the Doctor later says that they're gonna they're gonna they're like bacteria and they're gonna cauterize the wound in time by killing everyone and removing them from time. What? Mm. How's that? How's that work then? And also, bear in mind, bear in mind that later on we see that they flap down, and it's quite a horrific sort of. They almost eating people. They grab them, and yet all the ones up that we see now, as people silently disappear. Yes. Why? Why does that change? Why do they can take some people silently without even a kid on a swing noticing? That's but Mickey, isn't it? See them, Oh God, I'd forgotten that is in it. Yeah, that's. I didn't. I didn't realise this. Very creepy. Yes. I mean, so we've got creepy one number one where where Rose's dad starts hitting on her. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but at least they acknowledge that and go, "Stop right there. That's weird. Don't be doing that." Um, but it, it's still sort of very, very weird. Hmm. I tell you what's um, weird as well is when the doctor um, he goes to the TARDIS. Yes, this but, this I've got a question on this one as well. But it's just a police box. It's not well, a TARDIS anymore. It, yeah, it's also not a police box. This annoys me. So, so he's gone there and it's not a TARDIS anymore. Yeah, the the some you know something about it is the the interior's gone and it's just what it looks like. But it's not because police boxes are made out of concrete. They're not made out of wood. True. So why is it not turned into a concrete proper police box? Or are we saying that this is just the shell of the TARDIS that's in this dimension? What, and the and, other and TARDIS? The, the TARDIS link. is somewhere yeah. else. But that implies that then, that then the TARDIS is just a, a wooden box. So again, don't, don't be doing this because you're just bringing thought into this and it can't work. Mm. Um, 
I think at the original watching, this is the point where I went, oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, so so the Doctor, would you reckon he was going to leave? I, I don't I'd, know. Had the TARDIS been there and that, would he have left? Would he have left Rose for a few years in 1980, just teach her a lesson? I certainly would have. Yeah, I wouldn't have bothered coming back, to be honest. No. I, I mean, also, they have a kick in the face for Adric, this, isn't it? <laughs> I can't go back. It's happened. We can't break the laws it's a of time. Fixed point in you're, time. You're a good-looking blonde. We're on our way. <laughs> yeah. Mm, poor Adric. If only you had been a teenage girl. Yes. You might have stood a chance. Yes. Um, th- this car that's supposed to kill her dad. Um, it 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 goes through the motions and yes. vanishes right by this church where yeah, we've why? got a, a. Yeah, exactly. That's not the road that it happened no. in. It's now at the church where we're going to have a chavy wedding. Yes, yeah, a disgusting chavy wedding. Yeah. Um, we d- there is a nice scene that's not aged particularly well where, so uh, Rose is talking to her dad in the car and he's driving to the wedding. And um, she says, I can't, I can't get, or I can't use my phone. And he goes, is that a phone? As if, like, that's so modern. And you're looking you're at it now at it. and going, oh, that's an antique, mate. You know? Do you remember when they were that tiny, with that tiny, yeah. tiny screen? Oh, good grief. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, he takes her to this wedding, yeah. this chavy wedding, where we meet yes. the lovely Jackie, and we have a chavy domestic outside yes. the church. Because this episode has been quite slow so far, and what we needed was, like, say, EastEnders-style scenes. Yeah. Of so 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 Chavi uh, Jackie thinks that Chavi I can't even think what her dad's name is whatever Pete Chavi Pete is now picked up teenage a, a Chavi teenager yeah yeah and it's um, uh, it's what, just not my who yeah. this is do- not my no. Doctor Who at all. Also, I know we're only what five or six episodes in, but this is after like the Slovene, and this is after lots of other stuff. Why is Rose such an idiot in this? Why is she... She can't comprehend that her mother's looks different, or yeah. that she won't recognise her. It, what? She it knows she's like in... this should be the second episode, doesn't it? Yeah, she knows she's in 1987. Yeah. And she goes, your hair's different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh thick, good grief. Thick. Yeah. Um, also, super smug. Rose is super smug in this one. I, I just don't like this family yeah. at all. None of them. Um, so, we, again, we've got this red POV, haven't we, of our yes. adversary of the week? Because that's when it takes the children in the playground, all apart from Mickey. Yes. Who runs away. Yeah, Mickey runs off to the church for some reason. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, and then we see them. Our adversaries arrive and, oh, my God, yeah. has this CGI dated Oh, it's not good, is it? It's not good. You can sort of see what they were going for. So you you see one, and it's like it's got a size for a tail, and it's you know, you know. But it looks about as realistic on that scene as if you had made the shape with your hands in front of the telly mm. while watching. Yes. <laughs> in yeah. fact, you could turn any episode <laughs> of EastEnders into this by just making the hand shape yes. of a of a bird or a bat in front of the telly and have it attack Barbara Windsor. So yeah, you could do that. Yeah. And the doctor says, yes, what you said, you know, it's a wound in time and these are the bacteria which yes. will uh, cleanse the wound in time by yeah. killing everybody on the planet. Yeah. But just this planet or is that enough of a... Right, is that 
how far the wound goes. Well, it's a wound in time, so presumably every planet, you know. Every planet. Does it destroy this entire, the entire, the entirety as, as the Doctor puts it weirdly, creation. So the Doctor believes in creation and that there's a creator. Um, maybe, maybe. I'll, get, I'll, I'll put it down to slap use of the word creation, which always annoys me. Um, yeah, so is this entire continuum going to be wiped out because selfish Rose? Yeah, but... I mean, they could have gone with that story, but they don't really... In fact, they, they, they try and make it a bit more personable by going, well, look, look at these pair getting married. Don't you feel sorry for them if they get wiped out? No, because you've just said the rest of the world has already been wiped out. Yes. I but, feel sorry for them. Yeah. If all this is happening because yeah. Rose ran in front of herself, right... Yeah. That negates all the anniversary Doctor Who stories there's ever yeah. been. The five well, Doctors I, I and all this, where the Doctor meets yeah. himself. Well, I, th I, I think... Because it's either Rose run in front of herself, and that's what caused it, because the Doctor says, don't, don't interact with yourself. Yet, when she touches the baby later on, that doesn't really seem to make it that much worse. Or, or it's the fact that, uh, that Pete should have died, and he didn't. But the Doctor saved loads of people. Yes, Every person the doctor saved, presumably, if the doctor hadn't been there, would have died. So why is why are the, why are these cheap CGI effects not appeared in every Doctor Who story? I mean, now, because in Tenants' time they introduced this this another horrendously crappy concept of the fixed point in time. Yeah. Why can't you Why can't you do X Y Z or fixed point in time? Why did that happen? Or fixed point in time. So I think what they'll do now is say, oh, yeah, Pete, Pete dying was a fixed point in time. Really? That important, is it? Or is it because he's Rose's dad and Rose is the most important person in the entire universe? Yeah, I think, uh, I think there you have it. Yeah. yeah. Is Rose God? <laughs> She's the creator. Yeah. There's a lot of very weird religious um, symbolism in this one as well because the Doctor goes up on the pulpit, the church is the sanctuary, and the Doctor says, so they say, why can't they bust in these thin doors and the windows? And the doctor goes, "It's because of it's old. They they have no or they have no power over older things. Mm. They can't get through it." But then later on, when he goes to distract him, he says, "Look at me. I'm the I'm oldest." The oldest thing here. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't they ignore him and go, oh, "Can't can't touch him. He's old." They would go for the youngest, in which case that would be Baby Rose. Yeah, wouldn't it? Baby Rose. Yeah. Or the, or the, the baby in that woman's belly you know yeah um, yeah, yeah also yeah does that also mean that there's no other place on the planet that's older than this church it doesn't look that old that church you're looking at what 1600 tops yeah yeah we, we've got older stuff you know we've got shops that are older than that in Wrexham <laughs> but I mean none of this is making sense the doctor no. says these these reavers um, yes. you know reapers sorry um, reapers, yeah. They, they they can't go in, right? That that yeah. that they're smashing against it. He says that they can't be stop stopped. Nothing can stop them, right? Yeah, except except for old church doors. Apart from old yeah. church doors, why can't they go in through those windows? I don't know because they're old. But the planet's a bit older, you know. No oh dear. Um. Then also then we get this weird thing. So all phones have not been working since this happened, and you got this weird voice. And then the doctor listens to it, and he goes. That's Alexander Graham Bell's first phone call. Why? Why? <laughs> yes. What, what, what has that got to do with anything? That makes absolutely no sense. No sense whatsoever. You can imagine in a, in a writer's room this was like, 
Oh yeah, we're gonna have something weird on. What should we have? Oh, have our Alexander Graham Bell's first message. Oh, that'll be good, won't it? All time, tiny whimy. It doesn't uh, do anything. That little no. snippet. It makes does it? no logical sense whatsoever. If they'd have tied it in somehow, you know, because old old Doctor, what they'd have had done now is that there's some link between now and when Alexander Graham Bell was doing it, and they would have Alexander Graham Bell appear in episode three and say they would create something to say, nah, none of no. that. No. We've got 45 minutes of soap to fill, haven't we? Yeah, and, and we've got a chunk of that soap now because that's at the point yeah. where Rose's oh, dad realises yeah. who Rose is. So I, I don't get this. Uh, and I, perhaps I'm just an old cynic. Um, but so, so he goes, Pete goes, you called me dad. He goes, you're Rose, aren't you? And she starts blubbing. Um, and he goes... I could tell because I instantly trust you. Why? <laughs> you, you've literally, Rose is a baby. You've literally abandoned her. Yep. What? Oh, God damn. <laughs> it's crap. Well, I, and, and again, nice segue to the next bit of crap. That's yeah. the Mickey bit when we find out that little oh, kid yeah. is Mickey with the most ham-fisted, I yeah. feel sorry for his girlfriend if he ever has one. This is just yeah. crap. It is just. They should have at that point turned to the camera and winked. Yeah, well, it, yeah. effectively, that's what it's doing, isn't it? Yeah. You know? Um, or, or they should have done a Monty Python, this is satire, you know? It's uh, not. This is meant to be funny. Yeah. This is meant to be yeah. a knowing gesture to the audience, but no, sorry. Um, and the, the whole. Yeah, that's at the point. That's when the doctor says the whole world is being sterilised by these things. Yeah. Yeah. You don't see any of it, you just yeah. see this no, church he's, he's area, right, don't you? Um, yeah, so the, the doctor recognises these things, so he, and he says, um, this should normally be stopped, my people would normally stop this. Yes. Um, the, these creatures will instead cauterise the wind. How come we've never seen him before? We will mm. never see him again. Never. These never. things should have appeared, or maybe they did appear, you know, at the point of the three doctors, and yeah. that's just off to one side. The Time Lords was stopping the uh, yeah. the Reapers going in there. It's, it, it doesn't make any sense. Does no. It? Then we get something else that is just. I, I mean, we've had the weird Mickey thing, and Rose saying, "Oh, I think I, I he's imprinted on me." It's like, oh, yeah, oh, you can bomb it. Um, and then we get the Doctor cooing over Rose. And making weird faces at her. It's like mm. this. This is the girl you yes. profess that you love entirely, and you you fancy. And you're cooing over her as a bait. Oh, no, it's, just, it's not. No. 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 Um, and then we've got all that complete bollocks with the TARDIS oh. key. I don't yeah. understand now at <laughs> all what on earth this is. They're making this doing. up as they go along, aren't they? Um, oh look, there's something hot in your pocket. Takes it out. It's the TARDIS key glowing, and he goes, "Of course, of course. What? This is obvious. Of course. Um, it, it, it's the TARDIS showing me that it's still connected to this time zone or something." And he goes, "If I, if I, if I do something, the TARDIS will materialise." He's got to power so it goes, up with yeah. a battery, hasn't yeah, he? Oh, that's right. He goes, "Anyone got a battery?" And they go, "Oh, look, this our our." camcorder's got a battery in, you go, oh, brilliant. I'll just give it a bit of a charge. 
why do you need the battery then? <laughs> just use the sonic just screwdriver. Just use the sonic, yeah. And then he, he charges it up somehow, and somehow applying uh, a 1980s vintage Dixon's camcorder battery to a glowing TARDIS key causes the TARDIS that, at this point, the Doctor said is, is gone, to start rematerializing. Yep. And he leaves it there, and he goes, don't anyone touch that key. And again, he might as well have turned to the camera and go, I just bet someone will touch that key later on. You know, this it's like, has someone been watching The Young Ones? Is, is this what this, this is? This is the sort of level it is, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Um, and then we. This is someone thinking they're clever, isn't it? But they're not. They're not. They're not not at all. Um, Then we've got Rose touching Rose, which allows one of these Reapers to somehow materialise inside the church. So this this is oh god, Rose is an idiot. So the doctor said to him on multiple occasions now, "Don't touch the baby. Don't Mm -hmm. touch yourself." I mean, it's probably good advice for kids. Don't touch yourself. Um, sorry. Uh, <laughs> and she goes, yeah, all right. Now she knows she's pretty much destroyed the planet stroke universe at this point. She's let everyone down. She's mm-hmm. been selfish. She's been an idiot. But then she still goes and touches the baby. Yep. I mean, oh, I just don't understand this idolization of, of Rose by the writers and everything. It's just mad. It's like we're meant to we're meant to bow down to her and go the almighty rose. She, of course, she's right. Of course, she's right. And she just comes across as horrible. She's just a cow, isn't she? Yeah. 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 Well, well, yeah. I mean, that's the Reaper that takes the Doctor and the Tardis. So they're gone yes. now as well. Yeah. So yeah, the Doctor. So the, the, it. Yeah. It, it it grabs the Tardis and. No, it grabs the Doctor first, doesn't it? Because it it appears because she's. I don't know, powered it up or something. So it can now get into the church. So it appears in the church and the doctor's like, hide behind me. And then he's saying, I'm the oldest thing here, which makes no sense because you've not, you've totally gone against what you said. You didn't say (laughs) they're attracted to the church because it's old. You said they can't get in because the older something is, the stronger it is. So you're basically saying to them, look, I'm the strongest, take me on. Doesn't make any sense. So they gobble him up and then one of them touches the TARDIS key. I mean, who could have foreseen that? You know? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the TARDIS is gone. And at that point, Rose is now, once again, killed everyone. Yep. But Cow. she has no remorse about it. Why mm. would the... After, this, after all this happens, so at the end of the story, when things are sort of back to normal, why would the Doctor not just drop Rose off on the counter and say, just get out? This should be the party. I can't point, trust you. Shouldn't. Yeah, definitely. You stupid ape. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that's that. And even more ridiculous now is, you know, uh, Rosie's thick old dad somehow works out what's going on with the car outside. Yeah. So, so literally, we had one little scene earlier where the doctor's looking out of a window and he sees the car appear, drive around the corner, disappear. Why? I don't know why. Is it following Pete? Is this, is this like time or God or someone saying, come on, Pete, come on. So Pete walks up to him and he doesn't even really see the car. Does he? He saw it mm. in the doctor. It, so, and then he goes, oh, the doctor tried to tell me earlier. Well, he didn't really. No. He didn't really. Yeah, and he, he goes, he said he, he works out that to, to, to cure all this, like, he's got to die. 
How does he know if that's going to put everything back to normal? How do you know it just won't go? Oh yeah, okay, he's dead now, but his yeah. time has still changed. So he doesn't, does he? Yeah. No, he doesn't know it. Um, and then, and then after all this, Rose tries to stop him. Hmm. Cow. What <laughs> does this stupid person stop putting your own selfish needs above everything? Yeah, uh, I feel quite sorry for the guy in the car, right? Because he's I, obviously... What, what's he thinking of? Yeah. Well, he must be in a time loop, yeah. right? He's just in this endless time loop of, of just reenacting just before he knocks Pete down. But then yeah. Pete steps out in front and makes it happen. So it happens. He's killed this guy, right? This time it's not yeah. a hit and, hit and run, is it? He gets out the car. We find so, out later he's a teenage yeah. boy. So yeah. his life's ruined. His life's ruined. Also, he's got no hope now, has he? Because he can't say, oh, he just stepped out in front of me. Oh. Because he's going, I wasn't even driving along this road. And then suddenly I was by this also, chavvy church. Yeah. Also, I, I've, I've lost six hours of my life. Yes. It, There's that aliens? as well. Yeah. Um, also, if if the Reapers are there to court away swing, to stop the spread of this this damage to time wouldn't they want Pete to go in front of the car wouldn't they set it up to try why are they not trying to push him in front of cars all the time if those reapers were only ever after him yeah that makes sense but the fact that they're just picking off innocents yeah, all around people. the world yeah. makes no sense they Pete's got to die basically that was yeah. the whole gist of the story isn't it so why do you have this Global, what, maybe what universal menace. Yeah. What would have been amazing was at the beginning of this when Rose saves him and the doctor rushes over, pulls out a stick and beats Pete to death and says, He's got to die! <laughs> that would have been good. I would have paid to see that. Good grief. I mean, yeah, because the doctor comes back, doesn't he? I, I Presumably everyone comes back because, like, you know, the, the father of the groom. Is there again? Yeah. So everyone's come back to life. Yeah. Just for some reason, <laughs> that sort of describes the story. For some reason, um, Pete dying doesn't just stop the spread of the time thing. It resets everything. Yes. But not quite because they now know he died in a different place. Yes, and a different time. A different time. With yeah. witnesses now. With witnesses. And that, that this blonde girl stayed with him um, while he died. Wouldn't, wouldn't Jackie still think, that blonde girl? Oh, the cheating bugger. Why, yeah. It, See, it I may... Don't... Because we go back to flashback again. And there's Jackie talking to, you know, the young Rose... And says that, yeah, he died. There was a young girl. We didn't know who she was. We never saw her again. But Jackie yeah. knows that that is Rose. Yeah. The older Rose. If it means she go, yeah. Unless she time is like just you. reset. And, and it's yeah. been reset for her as well. But it hasn't because she knows Rose was there and Rose wasn't there the first time. So time has changed. And she says, we don't know why the guy was driving there. So I think... I think everything's changed, but time. So time has been changed. Why didn't this doctor and Rose disappear yeah. like the other one did, and we're left with 
ones that didn't partake in any of this, but she still remembers it all. Yeah, but also Rose remembers her mum telling her when she was seven yes. yeah. that it was a hit and run and yep. he didn't, he, he died alone. So Rose's memory should have changed, but it hasn't. It hasn't. It makes no sense. So, so we, there's, there's two theories, isn't it? We can explain this with timey-wimey. Yep. Or we can explain it. It's bollocks. I um, think it is bollocks. Yeah, I think it's bollocks. I, I wrote down at the end of this, and I don't think it was hyperbole. I know I was annoyed at something, but I don't think it's hyperbole. Uh, I wrote the worst episode ever. And I, I thought, I think, I, that may be the case. This might be the, the, the worst or the least I've enjoyed an episode ever. All right. Well, off the top of my head, the... the Comparable ones to this that we've already discussed yeah. would be uh, uh, Delta and the Bannerman. I would put Delta and the Bannerman yeah, above this. Yeah, I, I think that's yeah. That's I. I would rather watch Delta and the Bannerman again than watch this again. Mm, I can't think of anything yeah. as, as as dire as this. I can comfortably say I probably will never watch this again in my life. Oh, I never will. Yeah. I never will. And before we did this podcast, I would never have. You know yeah. so. I, no. I, I don't know. Perhaps you might have out of curiosity. Oh, I don't know. Because, yeah, as soon as it started, I had this flashback. I had my own flashback. I had a flashback to 2005, sitting there with my five-year-old son. I'd already, you know, since he was like three and a half, four, got him already steeped in, you know, John Pertwee, you know, Tom Baker's, loads of Tom Baker's. He was a Doctor Who fan prior to New Who and I and I just remember watching Dross like this and thinking oh good god you poor boy <laughs> this is your kept turn, new kept turning to him saying this, is, this isn't my Who um, do you think in, in a few years time like Samuel if he comes across a time traveller do you think he'll go time traveller can we go back to 2005 and stop and New Who starting you'll rush in and switch your telly off <laughs> go, you two go out and play football and you'll go oh okay and then he'll just gradually flat fade away, yeah. and he'll have saved you. I, I, I tell you what's nice, Ian, and, and I take a, gra- a, a lot of gratitude from it, is that you know very often when we're talking about New Who, the phrase we use is, it's not for us. Yeah. Well, my son, it wasn't for him. He still likes Doctor yeah. Who, but he, he likes classic Who. Yeah, you know? so, he's a sensible lad. Because he? he's a good boy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's not going to let his dad down. Um, <coughs> I don't know who this is aimed at. Because I can't, I mean, I, I remember this getting poor reception from fans, thank goodness. Um, I don't know who it's aimed at. Because I don't think this fit, it would fit particularly well with the with the new fans in there, like the teenage girls and the, you know, the, the younger audience. Now. I can imagine young kids going, what? What? It, it's, it's drivel and it's not very interesting. Is it, C, is it the CBBC? crowd do you think it's aimed at i i don't think they would produce something like this no because it's not it's not even like there's like sometimes we watch new who or and we'll go oh it's like cbbc acting and it's and they're trying to be funny and you go you can see what they're aiming at i just don't know what they're aiming at i you get the feeling that that a lot of these scenes they think that you're going to be crying along with the characters on the edge of your seat going oh my god rose and i had i don't know perhaps i am burnt out i had no feeling for rose other than Oh, you selfish cow. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought, you know. 
Oh, Pete's, <sighs> Pete's died. Uh, at least we ain't got to watch him anymore. <laughs> does he ever come back again? Uh, yeah, sadly, yes. He does. Yeah, yeah, alternate dimension, Pete survived. So when they go for the Cybermen in the alternate dimension, that version of Pete survives. Mm. So yeah. we've got that to look forward to oh, at some point. Christ, that's a <laughs> We're going to reintroduce the Cybermen, but let's spend a whole episode doing soap opera crap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. That's the one where... Um, we're meant to we're meant to think that Trigger is the the head of a yeah. He's he's like the um, I remember that. Yeah, he's like the Bill Gates, so, but he's still playing it like Trigger. Yes, yeah, he's <laughs> so, it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. All right. Okay. All right. Well, let's let, let's hurry through this, and then yes. we can uh, draw a line under this one. Um, all right. So uh, our our Earth placement thing. We have a we have London yes, here, don't day. we? Yeah. And 1987, yes. Um, so if we slot that in there, the nearest other doctor that's around on Earth at that time is two years before, where you add the second and the sixth in Seville. Oh, right. um, See, I, I'd, I'd much, much rather watch that over and over again for the rest of yep. my life. And also, I, I think you'd say the same as well, in exactly the same year in London still, you've got uh, Attack of the Cybermen happening. Right, yeah. So this is two years before that. Or two years after that one. All right. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? Yes. The Reapers, then. Um, design <laughs> rating. Um, I don't... I mean, I, you can sort of see what they were going for, and you can sort of see that they thought it was a clever idea. So like, oh, the Grim Reaper, and they, they reap people, so we'll give them a scythe for a tail, but we won't do it very well. Uh, I, I don't think it's a particularly great design. It's This seems to be a, an afterthought-type design. Uh, I'm going to give it a below average four. Exactly what I've got. Exactly what I've got. All right, so if we give it a below average four, how effective was, were they in it? Uh, not, not at all. They were, they were rubbish. So the design might have held up, had, but the CGI is just terrible. And I know, I know you, we can't be too harsh on CGI because it, it, it dates terribly, we know that. Yeah. And cheap CGI never gets better. Um, but even at the time, I remember everyone complaining that the CGI in this was rubbish. Um, so I, I'm going to I'm going to give it a very generous two. That's what I've got as well. Right, we're, we're in total <laughs> agreement on this episode. Oh, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. All right, okay, yes. so that's a two there. So, all right, well, that gives them... Adversary a three then. They have wow. an adversary of a three. Who who is fortunate enough to live with a reaper on the roof? Have we got a three? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. gonna be someone like um like Derek, can it? Derek Deadman. Well we've got the Jacondans. Okay. okay. I feel we've 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 undersold Jacondans at this point. Yeah, rather. We've also got Ratcliffe. Yeah, I think we've undersold these people. Yes, yeah. and we've got the Rachnos. Okay, yeah, it'll fit in with the Rachnos. Yeah, 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 so that goes in there. All right. No, hang on a minute. No, that's completely wrong. Sorry, I've got my wrong piece of paper. No, they uh, they, they share a caravan with one only uh, other inhabitant. Sorry about that, Ian. Oh, were, uh, they, were they slightly higher? Because that did feel like we undersold them. No, no, that, that that's a three, but that's three on on effectiveness. Oh, okay. Uh, three for adversary. They share a caravan with one other, rather dodgy CGI creation as well. Um, oh. The Slitheen. Oh, uh, do you know what? 
they belong together. They There's do, don't they? Made in heaven, yeah. I wonder who else is going to end up at number three, and will they all be CGI? That would be interesting. You'd have a CGI yeah. caravan then. That would be, uh, yeah. That, you know what, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. It, it would take a very poor costume, indeed, to score as low as bad CGI. Well, the, the nearest poor costume to them is at number three and a half, and that's Terry Leptal. Wow. So, yeah. I yeah, I, yeah. I, would you rather watch the visitation again? Yes, I'd rather. I, I, I would. Yeah, I like that. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, just a little bit of behind the scenes, which is the fact that the name <laughs> Reaper never appears on screen, although in a comic called The Four Doctors, uh, they do use that name to identify them. Um, in the original, someone tried to carry this on. I think so. Yep. Um, in the original script, uh, the Reapers were described as being. Multiple Grim Reapers who cut their victims down with their scythe. Why didn't they go with that? Because apparently, uh, during production team discussions, they decided to make them more alien-like, rather than just like you know, uh, the ghost of future. Because you could, you could Christmases. have got, you, yeah, you could have got away with that by saying, what someone saying, why do they look like Grim Reaper doctors? Does that mean that they're and the doctor goes, no, that's, they've plucked that out of your mind. That's mm. your persona. You've personified death and they are death incarnate. You could have got a lovely story, that. You could have had scary reaper people. Scary I mean, can reaper you imagine, people. Can you imagine, you can imagine death from uh, Terry Pratchett's Discworld cutting Jackie Tyler in half? Oh. I can imagine it now. I can. I'm imagining it, yes. <laughs> All right, so that's the reapers yeah, done. I'm sorry, I'm sorry about that one. I, I chose... No, we've had, we're going to have to go through them all yeah. one by one, haven't we? So, you know, no, don't mind it. And it's done now, and as you say, we're never going to go back yet. to it, you know? No. All right, so uh, we're going to move on then um, to David Tennant's era, aren't we? Yes, yes, it's your choice. And yeah, it's I'm my choice. I'm intrigued. Right. Did you say this is one you had to buy? No, 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 I've already got oh, it on DVD because it, it, it was a DVD that had um, oh, that some it, other yeah, stories yeah. on it that I, I, I remember liking, so that's you why bought, I bought, you bought it. bought it for, for a different story, but this was sort of a bonus. No, 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 I, no, I, I quite like this story. Oh, right. oh. I don't know if you are. I, we, we, we haven't discussed this at all. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of a clue for you. Um, all right, okay. Um, two episodes ago, we had the... Who done it on the spaceship, didn't we? We did, yes. All right. So um, I hope this doesn't bug you if we go towards the source material of the inspiration for it. Is that a clue? Oh, is this? Yeah, this is uh, Agatha Christie with the giant wasp. That's the one. Well done. I can't remember what it's called. What's it called? The Vespiforms. Vespiform, that was it, yeah. yeah. It was a. It was a it was a uh, collector piece figure that's now worth about 120 quid. Really? For a, for a large plastic wasp. It's like bloody hell. What, is that an eagle um, moss yeah. figure? No, uh, one of the character options ones. Oh, right, um, right. So it was like, you know where you buy, a, you, like they will release a range and you get one part of it in each figure. Oh, one of them things. I've done that with yeah. Galactus and things like that yes, before. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but they, yeah, they, I, I presume it didn't sell very well because now it's worth a fortune on that sort of secondary market. Oh, um, right. No, I, I remember enjoying this one because um, I, I like Donna Noble. I think and it's a bit of a comedy-ish episode and I think she fits incredibly well. So 
um, yeah, I've not I've not watched it. I think I've seen it a couple of times, but I've not watched it in a long while. So oh, I look forward to this one. Could mm, be a palate cleanser. It could well be, and that doesn't yeah. very often happen in New Who no, that we have a palate cleanser in New Who. But after anything that comes after Father's Day, I think will be a palate yeah. cleanser. You know, could have chosen any yeah, old I'd, bit of tosh, couldn't I? I reckon, yeah, I, I was trying to think. Is there like? Because I said it's the worst, certainly the worst New Who episode, and I think it's possibly the worst Doctor Who episode. And I was trying to think: is there anything worse? And the only one I think that might come close, but I do think personally it's got redeeming features for me, is Love and Monsters. Right. Uh, with Mark Warren and... Um, oh, that's not uh, the Absorber Loft, is it? it? It's yeah. the Peter Kay one. Ugh. Yes. But I quite like Peter Kay, so I, I can see that he was taking the piss out of everything right. doing it. I mean, they perhaps the producer should have said to him, no, no, stop there. You may, we well, that's to be discussed when one of us chooses the Absorber Loft yes. for an adversary. Yeah. yeah, which is at least another 13, 14 weeks away. Weeks away, away. Yes. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have forgotten all about this I by then anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll still be in lockdown, probably. Yeah, of course we will, yeah. <laughs> all right, okay, so yeah. Um, yeah, join us next time, folks, where we go back to, is it the 20s or is it the 30s? Uh, tw- I think it's the 20s, isn't it? Flapper dresses, the, uh, isn't it? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. We're off to the 20s, yeah. yeah. Yes. All right, okay then, Thanks. Ian. Right. Good stuff. Go do your research. I will, yes. I, I watch, uh, I watch um, Death on the Nile. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. There you go. Yeah. All right. Okay, then. Right. See you next Good time, it. Ian. Cheers, Thanks, then. Sir. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.